0: Welcome to another episode of the Losing It With John podcast. And my name is John Hoff. I am out. I'm mobile. So if my audio doesn't sound as beautiful and clean as it is when I'm in my normal studio, then I'm sorry. But hey, all the information is going to be there. We're going to have a really good talk today because what I would like to talk about is If you're thinking about you're wanting to lose weight faster, all right, maybe you're losing a couple pounds a month. Maybe you're losing a half a pound a week and you're thinking, geez, you know, for all this work, I should be losing weight a little bit faster. Then I want to talk about that today with you because we need to set some expectations and what real, realistically we can do and maintain and why perhaps. You started losing weight in the beginning. Hey, everything was working great. woohoo! And then all of a sudden, bam, it stops working so good. And you're like, what the heck? I haven't changed anything. So let's dive into kind of why that is. Set a little bit of expectations on how much weight to lose per week. And then uh, following that, maybe I'll give you a few little tips and pointers and... um Yeah. And what to work on from there. Okay. So let's talk about how many calories, Okay, we're going to talk about calories for a moment. Now I teach my students in a way that they don't have to count calories to lose weight. I mean, if you just use a little bit of common sense, looking at what you're eating and I help people who for the most part have the weight that they have because they're consuming too much food. And if you can just make small little tweaks here and there, and very st- strategic ones based on whatever your particular reason is that you're overeating. Because we want to focus on that. Which we'll get to here in just a moment. But let's work on those things. And how can we dial things back a little bit? You don't really have to count every single calorie. Because, I mean, look, if, you, if you're like me, counting calories is like freaking pulling teeth out. It's like pulling my nails out. I don't want to count calories. I mean, I can do it for a day and then I get bored. And when you get overwhelmed and bored and it's tedious counting those calories, then you'll probably give up if you're like me. I would give up. I know I would if I did that. And I know how to count calories and you can use apps. And listen, if that is something you like doing and it helps you to lose weight and stay on track, I'm all for it. I'm all for whatever works for you. Um, But for a lot of people, you know, the normal person who's um, trying to lose weight, they're not really into the whole exercise thing and everything counting calories can really be a bummer can it so okay but we do need to at least mention calories because they do factor in and it gives you a little bit of expectation and understanding gives you some context what the heck is going on in general okay long story short i don't need to go into all the nerdy math and everything on it but the long story short is this to lose one pound of body fat You need to have lost, or you need to be in a 3,500 calorie deficit for the week, okay? Over the course of seven days, all right? And that's the way we like to look at it is how many calories were you either in a surplus or a deficit over the course of seven days? Now, if you divide that out, 3,500 divided by those seven days, that comes out to about 500. So that's why we say to lose one pound of body fat in a week you should be in a deficit of around 500 calories per day, which equals about 3,500 calories for the entire week. Easy enough, right? Now, if you're losing more than uh, one pound per week, okay, if you're losing more than one pound per week, and let's just say you have been counting those calories, okay, you've been meticulously, I think I said that word, right? Counting them. And you're like, I've been really good and I have lost three pounds this week. And I've only been in a 3,500 calorie deficit for the month, for the, I'm sorry, for the week, okay, 500 per day on average. Then unless you're just starting out, there's a certain kind of grace period when you first start out losing weight where you change your eating habits and stuff, where you might lose some water weight up front. And that, you know, that's wonderful, but that's not body fat, that's not muscle or anything. That's usually just your body letting go, releasing some water for various reasons. That's kind of beyond the scope of this talk here. Uh, but let's say you're past maybe the first couple of weeks of losing weight. It could be two, it could be three weeks or something like that. And you're kind of in the trenches of now I'm I'm really trying to lose uh, actual weight here. Just remember that when it comes to weight loss, there's a little bit of a difference between weight loss and fat loss. We use those terms interchangeably a lot, but there really is a slight difference. You see, weight loss usually means when you get on the scale. All the scale cares about is what the heck you're putting on it and gravity, right? So if you're dressed, if you have a jacket on, if you, ha- if you haven't had a bowel movement yet for the day, if you have a full stomach, if you drink a bunch of water and then you step on the scale, your weight's going to be different than if you had none of those things, right? If you already went to the bathroom, if you, don't, if you haven't been drinking any water, you're standing on it naked, then your weight is going to be less, so, um, weight, when you look at the weight and you stand on like a scale that just gives you a ballpark idea, a general idea, kind of what's going on with you in some way. But what we're really after is fat loss, right? And to be a little bit more specific, what we don't want to lose, ideally, we don't want to lose muscle, right? We want to lose body fat, And we want to keep or build more muscle. So we're talking about fat loss here. Now, if you're losing weight, the general idea what happens, unless you're trying to compensate for it in some way by doing some resistance training, eating enough protein and stuff, the general thing that happens when you start consuming less food is that you're going to lose body fat and you're going to start losing muscle and we already know that it takes a 3,500 calorie deficit for a week to lose one pound of body fat, right? But if you're losing more than that and you are not in a calorie deficit that is more than that, then you're probably losing muscle as well. So you might be thinking great wins. Oh, awesome. I'm losing all this weight and everything and I'm eating this way. But it's not really what you want, right? You really don't want to lose muscle. You want to keep your muscle. That is very important. You just want to lose body fat. So just setting your expectations there as to, um, you know, what are you really losing? So pay attention to that. Now, the other thing about losing a pound per week, think about it for a moment. You need to cut. 3,500 calories a week out of what you're doing. Now, yes, you can do some exercise to exercise some of it off, but that crap is really hard to really track. All right. You might be on a treadmill and it's telling you you've lost uh, 200 calories. You burned 200 calories, but you really don't know. You really don't know what what your body really has burned because yours can be different than mine. My metabolic rate could be faster than your metabolic rate. So I could burn calories faster. and You might burn them slower or vice versa. So it's kind of an estimate. This is why counting calories is a real real tedious job. It's not really the funnest thing in the world. But yes, you can exercise some of it, right? Um, But in general, it can be pretty hard to try and stick to a 3,500 calorie deficit per week or 500 per day on average, if you're used to eating that food, instead, it might be easier and more maintainable and more doable for you to just cut it back a little bit and not focus so fast on like, I need to lose so much weight so fast. If you need to do a crash diet because you are in a competition because if you are a model and you, you need to make a photo shoot or, you know, you're an athlete or something. Then you go on those freaking crash diets and you cut those calories way back. Because you can do it for a short period of time. But it's not meant to be a thing that you do forever. So if you're the normal person like me, and you're not an athlete. You're not in a sports competition thing then we need to do something that's a little more maintainable long term and sometimes if you're just used to eating pizza cake ice cream pasta and now all of a sudden you got to cut way back on these things your hunger is probably going to go through the roof weirdly some people their hunger goes down but a lot of times for many people hunger just calls to them and calls to them. And then we really, just because you cut calories back, the question is is the reason why you're overeating because you're just simply eating too many calories? Is that why you're overeating? Because for many of my clients in the past, they have other reasons why they're overeating. They might be overeating because they just feel depressed. They're overeating because it's just their environment. All the freaking food that's in front of them when they're at work. Or their their spouse isn't on the same page and they keep cookies in the house. And they're having a hard time not eating the cookies. That has nothing to do with just simply saying, hey, I'm going to cut calories. Because you and I both know, I'm sure, that just saying you're going to eat less and move more... While it looks good on paper, it's a lot harder to do, isn't it? That's like telling someone, hey, you know, why don't you be depressed less and be happy more? Yeah, that's exactly what you should do. But how freaking easy is it to do it? Not so much, is it? Okay, so for those of you who are thinking, well, I want to lose two pounds per week, you know, one pound per week isn't good enough. I want to lose two pounds per week. Think about something. To lose two pounds per week means that you need to double that 3,500 calorie deficit. And when I say two pounds, I'm talking about two pounds of body fat, not muscle. Well, then if you're going to be in a 7,000 calorie deficit per week, that's about a thousand calories you need to cut out of your diet Per day, a thousand calories or a little bit less than that, and go do some exercise. And you can only lose so much from exercise, by the way. All right, so that's going to be really hard for a lot of people to maintain. We need to set expectations, we need to be realistic. I think a realistic goal for someone who has been overeating for A period of time, and this is what they're used to probably somewhere around a half a pound to maybe a pound per week. And that's focusing on simple little things where we can kind of cut back just a little bit without really realizing we're cutting back just a little bit. You know, things like instead of having mayonnaise on your sandwich, maybe you just do mustard, right? That's going to save you a little bit right there. Maybe. You do just a little bit more walking than what you're doing right now, but nothing that's so much that you're just going to give up. You don't need to jump to 10,000 steps per day. All right. So little things like that. Okay. So that is, um, you know, if you're trying to lose weight too quickly, you're going to run into some problems. One of it is being able to stick to it. The next one is this. And that is something called metabolic adaptation. I've talked about this one before, but um, let me kind of bring you a little bit more clarity on this because what happens is, is you get yourself in that 3,500 calorie deficit per week. You're losing one pound of body fat per week and you're like, sweet, everything's going great. I actually enjoy eating the amount of food that I have. I wouldn't want to go lower, but I'm good with what I'm eating now. I can maintain that. Well, guess what? A couple things are going to happen which the end result is going to be your metabolic rate. Okay. The rate at which you're burning calories kind of just doing what you're doing is going to lower. So if you were consuming, let's just say 3000 calories per day, and now you've dialed it back to 2,500 calories per day by cut doing little cutbacks here and there, that's going to be your normal was uh, 3000, 3000 for the day. 2,500 for now you're cutting it back. At some point here, your body is not going to keep letting you burn 3,000 per day. It's going to say you're only giving me 2,500 calories per day. You're throwing that much wood in the fire. I'm going to lower my metabolic rate. And now 2,500 calories per day is my new norm. That's your maintenance stage now. And what happens then is, What was once working is now no longer working to make you lose weight or body fat, as I was saying, because the, the smaller you, let's just say you've lost weight, right? Let's say you lost 20 pounds, that 20 pound lighter you doesn't require as much energy to burn it doesn't require as much of a metabolism to maintain as the person who is 20 pounds heavier than you okay does that make sense to put in a different perspective if somebody weighs 300 pounds and somebody weighs 100 pounds the person who weighs 300 pounds their metabolic rate is going to be moving faster because it takes more energy to maintain the the person who is 300 pounds versus the person who weighs only a hundred pounds. Now, there's something called the thermal effect of food, TEF. You don't necessarily have to remember that, but when you eat food, your metabolism, the furnace inside of you has to rev up. It needs to heat up because you need to digest the food that you ate, right? When it heats up, your calorie burn, your metabolic rate increases because you've eaten the food and it has to be processed. Now, if you eat, let's say a whole pizza, a whole large pizza, let's just say it takes a hundred units, thermal units to digest that pizza. So a hundred, you have to Rev up your inner furnace, and it takes these 100 thermal units to burn up and, and use to digest that whole pizza. Now, all of a sudden, you decided you're going to eat less, and you're going to eat only half of a pizza. Well, do you still need to use 100 thermal units? No, because you're only eating half of the pizza. So now you only only use 50 thermal units. So your metabolism doesn't have to burn up as much to use so much energy. So in other words, your metabolism is slower because you're eating less food. Does that make sense? So not only are you consuming now less food, so now the thermal effect of food is going down, so you're burning less calories just sitting here doing nothing other than eating, But metabolic adaptation is also setting in where instead of needing to use so much energy to maintain fat tissue, you have less fat tissue. So you burn less energy because you have less fat tissue and doesn't require as much. And if you've lost muscle, you're going to you're going to burn even less calories as well. So kind of two things going on there. And this is when a lot of people, their weights stall out and then they get frustrated and they're like, this isn't working for me. I don't understand. Why is it not working for me? The fact is, is it's working the way it's supposed to work. Your body wants to normalize. It wants to be in homeostasis. It says, Hey, John has started to eating this much food. He started eating this much food. So I'm just going to make this the normal thing now. And it normalizes. That makes sense? Okay. So a couple little things to consider and start working on while you're doing this. One of them is, you know, don't set yourself up to fail. Don't try to reach a goal or an expectation, especially per week or per month. That is just really not feasible. All right. Let's ease ourselves into this a little bit. You don't need to go hardcore at it. This I'm not timing you. Nobody's timing you. You shouldn't be like unless you're on a crash course diet because you have a wedding to go to and you're like, oh, I want to fit into that dress or something. You know, maybe then you do some kind of crash course diet. But in general, let's do what we can do and maintain. So figure out what that is. Another one is I suggest that you journal out 10 reasons why you want to lose weight, because that's going to be a little bit of your fire on what the purpose is. Why the, why the heck am I doing all of this? And when you understand why you're doing all, the, all of this, you can start to formulate a plan around those reasons. Um, another one I would say is, you know, determine what's realistic for you. All right. What can you realistically do right now? Now, what you want to do like you might see yourself down the road like this is what this is what all the things that i need to do well you don't need to do all the things that you would be doing a year from now right now today let's focus on what's realistic today that you can do and you can get to that place at some point but we need to start somewhere just to get the ball moving just to get motivation going, to get momentum going. And once momentum go goes and you see some progress, you can keep the motivation high and you can keep going. And you ask yourself what's next. Alright. And then the other thing is, I think it's important for you to really think hard about this. Why do you have the weight that you have? Now it might be f- Physically, the reason why is that you're overeating. Wonderful. But why are you overeating? Because if you just go straight to, well, I'm just going to eat less and move more, that's not going to fix anything. Again, that's like telling the person, hey, stop being depressed. Here's how you do it. Be depressed more, be depressed less and be happy more. <laughs> well, why are they depressed? And if they fix the reason why they're depressed, guess what? they get the result that they want. So why is it that you're overeating? Why is it that you're consuming too much food? That might be an emotional thing. And if you focus on the emotional thing or whatever that is for you, then you might find that all of a sudden your weight starts going down because you're you're working on the root cause and not just the surface level thing not the reactionary thing that is happening you're working on the cause of the thing and it's super important to figure that out and you can figure that out by just doing a little bit of self-awareness and understanding what's going on with you if it's therapy you need then maybe it's therapy Instead of just going into a, an exercise routine and a cut calorie routine, maybe it's therapy. All right. So with that said, you know, I have a free course coming up and I want you, I invite you to, to join it because it'll probably be about three days. I'm working on it right now. And I'm going to uncover some of these reasons why perhaps you haven't been losing weight and what some of those roadblocks might be. Because once they're uncovered, then you can start working on what the real problem is. But you have to have the awareness first, right? So what I invite you to do is go to losingitwithjohn.com forward slash waitlist. And there you can get on the waitlist for the free course and also when I'm accepting new students. For my coaching program. All right, back to basics, back to basics weight loss. Let's not make it more difficult than it needs to be. Let's just focus on the few things that we need to work on for ourselves. Instead of all the million things you could do to lose weight, let's work on the things that we need, that you need work on. Uncover what those things are, and then we can start formulating a step by step plan for that. So go to loseinwithjohn.com forward slash weight I'll see you there. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a good rest of your day or evening. I'll see you next time.